0: you're tired of spending money on trail cameras you use as tools only to find out they're built like freaking toys or you've struggled with unreliable not so dependable cameras or experienced customer service that flat out disappointed you i've been there those problems literally birthed exodus eight years ago when they shipped their first camera exodus had a clear desire to not only build elite products that enabled you to set it and forget it all season long but also to back them like no other company was willing to with an unmatched level of customer service and support. See for yourself why Exodus has over 15,000 satisfied customers. They've quickly become known for their five-year no BS warranty, quality cameras, and best in-class customer service. You heard that right. Exodus believes in their products so much every single camera is backed by a five-year warranty that includes theft and accidental damage coverage. Each camera is checked for quality control standards before it leaves the warehouse. They wouldn't use it. You don't get it. Exodus is so confident. We love your new Exodus camera. They're offering you, the listener of this show, 15% off your next order today. Just use code BTE. If you don't love it, get your money refunded in the first 30 days and just send her back. Exodus really has two excellent cell cam options for uh, all budgets. And they start at just $179, plus you're 15% off there. You use the code BTE. They have competitive data plans that allows you to purchase a plan and use the data as you see fit. They want you to be in control. There's no annual commitment and no limit on how many cameras you can run on one plan. You can share cameras with friends, no charge, which makes the X's lineup a great option for hunting clubs and leases. There are no additional fees for hd photo requests that's pretty nice no additional fees for video uploads and all cameras share data on a single data plan for easy management see for yourself why so many have made the switch to exodus and experienced the exodus difference use code bte to get 15 percent off your next order today now let's talk about osseo gear it's a great option for whitetail hunters they develop a premium line of bow hunting gear that will rival any other clothing on the market in quality. Plus, you got a lifetime warranty on anything you buy from Asia, which is very nice. They have a super unique camo pattern and great technology in their garments to keep you comfortable in the stand. So visit ASIOgear.com to get you some premium hunting clothing, got to talk to you about stealth outdoors, makers of stealth strips. Stealth Strips really are a a product that any hunter, whether you're a weekend warrior or a guy that hunts almost every day, really needs to take advantage of. Stuff absolutely deadens your your gear uh, to make it essentially uh, noise-free. If you haven't checked out Stealth Strips yet, stop buying all the other crappy alternatives like the hockey tape and any other stuff you're trying to use to silence your gear. Get the good stuff. Get Stealth strips visit stealthoutdoors.com pick you up some stealth strips all my partners are linked in the description below go check them out hey everybody welcome back to the show hope everybody's doing good tonight got a uh got my new buddy here the new co-host of the show this is miss rosie she's my new uh in training shed dog she's just a, a lab and she's a uh, she's a good one. other than she's she's a, a little bit little lacking on the potty training right now. we're working with her on that but um, other than that she's a sweetheart so I figured tonight will be this will be my first first ever solo show. Um, I put out a couple videos wait a minute before we start here a couple things that I don't ever mention on this show hardly ever. Um, one is I, 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 should have mentioned this to you cause I'm, this is something you guys are probably interested in is I have a new merch store. Um, it's just before the echo.com and you guys can go down there and buy like my t-shirts and my hats off of me. Um, and right now until the end of the year, I'm going to have 15% off everything and it's free shipping. I always have free shipping on there. Um, you got to use the, the code Christ 15 and it's just a little Christmas present for you guys, um, right now. And that's all in the description of this video. So if you guys can't, you know, if you don't want to, if you don't know, don't need to remember it, just look down there in the description. It'll be down there. Um, and it's the, it's some of the shirts they are, they got a, got a t-shirt on there, a hoodie, and then a hat. I will say this, the hats, I only have a few left. Um, so once those are gone i'll probably have to order some more which i will and then uh get those back up there for you guys to to find to to order um i'm gonna get some different ones too some uh, structured hats that a lot of you see me wear and ask me to put uh, get those up again but um haven't done that yet number two so we have a membership on this uh, channel we've had it forever we've had it almost since well since we could you know, actually put it up here. We've had it for over a year now, but, um, every, every week I do a members only live. It's pretty much this right here. What you're looking at It's just me on here talking. I uh, have, I had some other, have some other members only videos up on, on that, uh, that members only, uh, membership there too. It's, it's cheap. It's, uh, I don't even know what it is to be honest with you. I think it's like four bucks or something like that. Um, just a good way to support the, the show. If you guys are interested in it, I always just forget to to mention that stuff on here i feel i don't i don't like mentioning it to be honest with you um anyway members if you want to if you want to hop on there and and check it out try it if you don't like it just get off of it uh it's not that i don't think there's any obligation to sign up for a year or anything crazy like that uh, but we get on there and chit chat every every week usually it's not all about deer hunting but it can be just depends on the questions that are are getting asked um I want to do a lot of Q&A tonight just because, I don't know, you guys never really just talk to me. And if you got any questions for me, leave them in the comments section below. Uh, or I don't know where it is. If it's on below or on the side, it's on the side for me, but I think that's different for everybody. But leave a comment. I'll try to get to them tonight. I got plenty of time tonight. Uh, what else? Is there any other housekeeping things? Uh, I don't think so other than uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Hope you guys what is Christmas is freaking Monday already? Today's the 21st. So um yep, it's uh coming up fast. We got all the gifts wrapped. We I say we, but I mean my wife Maddie got all the gift, gifts wrapped uh today the boys were over at the uh at the grandparents' house so we got all that done. Um we're ready for Christmas just to show up now. Santa Claus to come. What else is going on? That's it. I made a couple videos this week that I've been like, I don't know, man. There's just like been a lot of stuff on my mind, life stuff, just trying to be a better person in general. Um, I've been, you know, thinking about trying to be, be physically better, better, better shape, spiritually better, been trying to, you know, study my Bible and whatnot. Um, become a better father, better husband, all that good stuff lately. And, and, uh, I, uh, and so we just gotten conversations with other hunters and stuff and we get to talking about technology and, and if it's making us a better, if they're making us better hunters or, or is it making us worse hunters? And, you know, me and Johnny, you know, I use, I use cell cameras. You guys know that I heck I'm sponsored by Exodus. Um, you know, they, they're coming out with a non-cell camera next year. Um, you know, that's on the dock for them, I, I believe. Um, hope I was supposed to, I was allowed to say that, but <laughs> they, uh, uh, they make cell cameras and I use them, you know? Well, me and Johnny were in Ohio last week, Johnny Stewart, we were driving around, you know, and we kept talking about cell cameras. And, you know, I got said, do you run any cell cameras? And he goes, I have a couple. He said, I don't use them. He's like, I just don't feel right about it, you know. Um, and, man, it just seems like a, everybody that I respect in the hunting world kind of has that same outlook on them. Um, and I don't know what my – I don't know what my – how my feelings are with them yet. I I've always used them. I don't use them. I've never really killed a, a deer per se because of a cell camera. You know, I've gotten information from them. Obviously we all, we all do if you have them out, but um, I don't know. I wanted to get, I want to get on here and see what your guys' thoughts were on on cell cameras. Something else that's crazy about cell cameras right now is so many states you hear now that, uh, they're talking about outlawing them on public land. we all know that Kansas outlawed them recently. There's some other Western states that outlawed them. I've heard that Wisconsin, there's a chance Wisconsin public land will be illegal next year. And then there's also, uh, Kentucky. Uh, there's, there's rumors of them going away in Kentucky as well. I don't know. Uh, it just, it just, uh, it's just something that, um, I've, I've, Especially people that are like, you know, our small group of people here that listen to this show, the hunting beast, you know, in, in the big scheme of things, that's a small group, you know, there's not a lot of, uh, and when it comes to the hunting community, there's still a lot of people that probably don't know what the hunting beast is. And when I get to talking to people that aren't, uh, you know, as involved in hunting as we are, and we don't, you know, they don't study it or they, they, uh, you know, maybe it's not as big a passion as, 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 um, what it is to us that listen to this show, you know, you, you talk to them and it's like, they, so many people hunt off those cell cameras. And that's like a big question that, that people always have for me is about, you know, well, where do I put my cell camera to kill a deer? You know, I've, I've I've mentored a few people and, you know, one of the first questions I got asked was what brand of cell camera should I buy? And I'm like, well, you're a new hunter. Like, I don't know, maybe you should try to, you know, maybe we should work on some other skills first. Um, and that's and that's what I'm concerned about. Is like we have this culture where if a if a new person comes in, like is that the first thing that they think about now? Is like, oh, I gotta get these cool cell cameras that are now 60 bucks a piece. Or you know, you can find them for Rendell was telling me he was at Walmart the other day, Rendell Eric, and he picked up a cell camera for freaking 30 bucks. And I'm like, 30 bucks, and that, that's what that's what's worrying worrying me a little bit, is it's they're becoming such a um they are become so accessible for any level of hunter you know uh any um within with any budget essentially and it's like something that they uh the first thing they wanted a lot of people want to do is like you know let's get the cell camera before i learn how to you know read deer sign or um any of that kind of stuff so that's what i meant by that that video i didn't i i pushed some buttons the wrong way and i knew i would and that's that's fine um I think technology and hunting is, I know, you know, I think for the most part it's a good thing. I think cell cameras are are fine. Um I just I get worried about the um I just get worried about we're going down the, the wrong path. And like I said, everybody that I I respect like wholeheartedly. And then I know I know a lot of people in the outdoor industry or the outdoor world that you know they kill a lot of big deer, but I kind of know their ways and know how they go about it. And I'm just like, hmm. You know, I don't know if that's who I want to look up to, you know, um, but everybody that I respect and, and, and know well, and I've got to, to know just through being involved in this kind of stuff kind of has that same bad feeling in their gut about it. Um, anyway, what else? Uh, something else on technology. Um, I also mentioned your cell phone and technology. I don't even know where my cell phone is right now, but, um. Man, we, we get a lot of in these apps like the you know Onyx or Spartan Forge or uh whatever else you wanna uh download on your phone and use, these apps just give us so much information and, and phones in general, man, like we don't do anything anymore without a phone. Like it tells us how to type, it tells us how to spell, it 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 tells us, you know, what the weather's gonna be. It's gonna, it's it I don't know, man. It's just like, it makes us so dumb. Like we don't have to, you know, you can ask it what's, you know, 10 divided by two. And it's going to tell you, and it's like, man, just, we we've almost lost the ability to think for ourselves. And I think that's bleeding into deer hunting right now. Like these apps are getting more accurate. They're getting, you're getting more information on them. It's telling you when to freaking deer hunt. Like, like there's apps out now that are, you know, weather-based and moon-based and barometric pressure. And you just like, you don't, you don't hunt. You're like, oh, I'm just going to stare at this app until it says it's a great day to go deer hunting. And then you go deer hunting. It's just like, that's how I feel about it. Um, yeah, I, uh, that's, that's my concern. Like I, and again, I think all of it's so useful, but I think you need to, I think you need to know how to, understand why those apps work and, and understand, you know, can I get back to my truck on public land if my phone dies and my on doesn't have my track that I can look down the whole way and march back to my truck, you know, and there, dude, there's so many, um, there's so many people that I don't think they could. And someone, someone uh, commented on a post the other day about how, they, th- they don't think woodsmanship is, I don't know if they said it is, is important or if it, how did they word it? I don't want to misquote it, but essentially I'm, this is not a quote, but essentially they said it's not important anymore. Like, why does it matter? And I'm like, they just, I don't, I don't think they get it. Like the hunting isn't about to me. And this is these are all my opinions because everybody has a, can have a different opinion about hunting and what it means to to me, but it's not, it's not about, let's see how efficient we can get with killing things. It's like, let's, let's challenge ourselves and, and see, you know, what we can do to come out ahead and, and learn something. Um, and I just don't think at the end of the day, like when you're laying on your deathbed, you know, all these freaking deer we kill probably aren't going to matter, you know? So I don't know why you're cutting yourself mm-hmm. short by using all that, um, technology all the time. But I mean, you could literally put out a cell camera, the, all those pictures are going to come to your app. You could download whatever deer prediction app and look at that on your phone, tell you when to deer hunt. Then you could take your OnX and follow some track out to your deer stand and, and, and climb up in the deer stand. And it's like, the literally almost the whole entire process was done with technology. And now they got, I mean, th- then we can go in a step farther. You can get a scope, man, you guys really got me going now, or I got myself going. You can, you can put a scope on your, or, or, you know, on your crossbow or on your, um, they got the Garmin, uh, whatever. I don't know what the, what it's called, but it's a site that has a range finder in it. And then you just pulled your bow up, pull it back, put the, range finder on your side on the deer and then it just puts a dot where like you don't have to think about pins gap or anything I mean it's like it's like gosh man I just it, it it's concerning to me and it makes me want to like step back and think about what I want in my hunting career because like uh, you know your your initial jerk reaction to any of that that stuff is like oh that'd be efficient you know and then it's like wait wait a minute is it what I want though is it what is good for Josh I, I don't know. Would I be, uh, proud to tell people I shot a deer, um, that, you know, I saw on trail camera and went in there an hour later shotting. Like, I just, I don't know. I don't think it's very cool. You know, luckily I haven't been put in that position yet. Cause I'm, I'm not good enough with my trail, my cell cameras to do something like that. Um, Anyway. So that is a, that's the technology. That's what I was kind of getting at in that, in that video. And I want to get on here and elaborate about that a little more. And I say all that to tell you like, man, if you, if you want to hunt that way, I still love you. Like, I don't care. I really don't. I just, I just want you to like, think about, you know, could I get more out of hunting than, than that? And if you're, if the answer is I like it and that's how I like to do it, then I think go ahead, use it. Like, and I'm, I'm going to quit judging you. Um, but I just want people to like, think about it, how much they're really letting technology into their everyday life. You know, it's, it's so, it's so engulfed in our, in our society now and, and we get so much of it already. Um, just by, you know, essentially living uh, in this world now, it's like, man, just think about, think about reducing it a little bit when you're, when you're deer hunting. Um, secondly. Uh, and I kind of talked about this, uh, 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 already, but it just makes us really lazy. Like it's, it's, you know, the, it's harder work. And that's what I think I just saw a comment. I'll, I'll find it. Uh, Jason B said it, could it, could it be the old saying work smarter, not harder. And I think that's the, like, that in lies the issue. Like it's like, we're, we're killing animals. Like, it's not pretty, it's not. You know, it sounds horrible from the from an outsider's perspective, um, and I just I don't know if this is a scenario where smarter is always better. You know, um, I think I think in in the, this sense, smarter is dumber. <laughs> I don't I don't think you have to do much to, um, you know, really put that those, those technologies into, to play. Now you got to still be able to deer hunt. Like you got to go in there and, um, kill a deer yet, yeah. but there's a lot of things that can assist you in it, Killing that deer nowadays. Um, I don't think we're to the point in technology right now where it'd be like a, it's a gigantic issue, but like we're closer this year than we were last year. That's what, that's what I think. Um, and yeah, I think in life, like, there's something to be said about doing something hard and accomplishing it. Like nothing, not everything in life has to be so freaking easy, you know? Um, just like I, we were talking, I, I listened to a lot of different YouTube channels and I've been listening to the one called three of seven. Um, Chad Wright is who hosts the, the podcast and he, uh, he was an ex Navy SEAL anyway. You know, he's talking about like things have gotten so, so easy to where, you know, we almost don't have to drive a car anymore. We don't have to think about anything hardly at all. And it's like the the demise of going to be the demise of humans is like, we have to think like you have to be engaged. You have to do things that are challenging to, to keep improving. Um, And man, the, the less we have to do, and less we have to use our minds, the, the farther, the farther away we're getting to, uh, uh, farther away we're getting from being, a better person, you know, a better, a uh, well-rounded person. And I don't care what you say, like, you know, you can use your phone for all kinds of things just because you can look something up on the internet or it, your phone can tell you something doesn't mean you're intelligent. Like if you got to be able to do all that stuff independently of the technology you use, I'm getting off topic here a little bit. Um, but that's what I meant by those. And I thought that'd be a, a good little tidbit to talk about. Um, leave your comments below about what you think of all that. Am I like being selfish or am I, uh, way off base there? Um, like I said, I don't think, I don't think at this moment in time, technology's gone too far, but it's like every year we just get a little bit, everything gets a little bit cheaper and everything gets a little more efficient and, um, all that. Uh, let's see here. This is going to be a shorter live night. I don't have anybody else to talk to. Unless, unless we have, unless you guys want some more topics. If you think of something else you want me to talk about or my opinion about it, I'll let you know what I think. It don't mean I'm right. And I could be completely wrong. Um, let's see here up North outdoors. He says, I'll admit I got lazy this season, man. I've been there. It's so easy to get lazy. I mean, um, and I told, I talked about this in, in one of my videos this week is, Me and Johnny were talking about Andy May and we're like, I'm like, dude, how does, how does he do it? Like he kills, you know, he'll set a handful of times and he kills big deer every, every year, like multiple ones, three or four. I think he's killed four big deer this year. And I'm not talking like Josh Talker deer that are two year olds. You know, I'm talking about like four, four year olds, one forties or better up in Michigan and Ohio. And Johnny's just like, dude, he's just not lazy. Like he, he's efficient. And he makes the right decisions when they need to be made. And that's how he does it. Um, and there's like, that's it. Like that's the, that is the hack to life is like, don't be lazy. Do the hard things now. So you have the good outcome that you want. So maybe that's what Andy's, uh, Andy's trick is, is he's just not lazy about things. And he, he's probably, his deer IQ is probably really high. Uh, thanks everybody for the compliment on Rosie. Training plans for Rosie. So the lady I bought her off of lives in town here and she is a shed dog trainer. So I'm, I'm helping her. She's helping me with it right now. We're just working on scents. Um, so essentially I took a PVC elbow, six inch PVC elbow, and you, uh, you drop some, I have it laying over there. I'm not going to get them get it, but some antler scent in it. I'm on a cotton swab. And whenever she, noses around and puts her nose into that cotton swab. You, you, you praise her. That's what we're working on right now. Um, and it's, it's a slow process, but she thinks if I, you know, as long as the trainer is good me, uh, she thinks I'll have her going before, uh, shed season this year. So that's, that's kind of cool. Um, Shannon is, uh, Shannon Neal is who I bought her off of. She trains like, all kinds of dogs. She does shed dogs, duck dogs. She, uh, I think she does like the, I don't want to call them special needs dogs, but uh, what do you call them? Emotional support dogs. I and mean, then I think she has some like, uh, war dogs. Like she, she has some dogs maybe, uh, um, that the army has Kyle mast. Yes. Technology is allowing us to be lazier and find success. Yeah, Merry Christmas, everybody. I saw a bunch of Merry Christmases on here. Um, it's going to be a good year this year. Christmas is going to be fun. I can't wait. Huck noticed all of his presents under the tree uh, today and got pretty excited. You heard Exodus. I uh, heard Exodus. You heard, heard Illinois on the Exodus podcast. Okay. See, that's another one that I uh, didn't know about that maybe on the table. It's crazy, huh? Let's see here. John had a question with all the warmer weather. It seems the deer are slow to get to food before closing time. I've, I've noticed that too. Like some fields that usually have deer in it this time of year, don't have them during daylight hours pushing in. I always bump them from the beds, anything that will help. Um, that's tough. I mean, I think maybe we can take some lessons from Andy May here (laughs) you may not be able to go in some days, you know, we may have to just wait it out, see if it gets super cold. Um, maybe wait until a day where it's going to be windy, where you can sneak in a little, little easier, um, and be, be more patient. That's what I would tell you, John, because it is what it is. If, if, if they're bedding somewhere that they can see you and hear you, gotta do something different, you know? Um, but yeah, they definitely don't have to, you know, when it's, when it's those really cold, uh, brutal days they will get up and move early whereas right now it was 60 degrees here today they have no reason to have to get up and get to the uh food source you know they're not burning that much energy being that cold so i would tell you uh john late season just gotta be patient and wait for the right day to go in i know that's not the answer you probably want to hear um but i think that's what you have to do oh and guys everybody wish wish zeke a happy birthday zeke is uh, eight years old today i think if i'm i'm wrong on the age zeke sorry about that buddy Happy birthday, dude. Mm. Let's see here. Yeah, this is this is another good point. And this is something that you're completely right on the cameras. There's a lot of cameras out there, but the hunters aren't out there. They aren't harvesting what they see on cameras. I mean, yeah, there's probably truth to that. Um, I can't really argue argue that per se. Um And yeah, I think I think there's another argument that I've heard about uh the cell cameras that it's like it's better for the deer because then like more people know, you know, what they're hunting. They can pass deer. Um they they you know they're if they have a one fifty on camera, but then they have they or they have a one eighty on camera and they see a one fifty, they're gonna pass it. And you know, that's an exaggerated version of mine. I'm not gonna pass a one fifty, but um they uh yeah. Good points. Like all good points. Maybe. So, I don't know. You know, this is just my feelings right now. Um, I'd have to sit down and like write out my thoughts about how I could argue that point. But right now I, I don't know if I, I can, other than the fact that it's just still, it's just weird. You know, it's like, it's a weird thing. It's like, could you imagine, think about this. If you had someone like put a cell camera up in your, like a camera up in your house and was like watching you move around and stuff. It's just, it's kind of weird they're not people they're human they're they're deer but um and then you know i think people miss i think people use them wrong a lot of times anyways where it's hurting them more than it's helping them that's probably true also and like i said this is just these are my gut feelings that i have and my my uh, opinions i'm trying to form and you guys are helping me here let's see here Covid crotch, he says. I put cell cameras out, but out of curiosity, none of my cell cam plans are active. If I'm in an area, I check the card. It is nice that way so far. Yeah, you could probably just get you a regular SD card though. Camera, camera, covid crotch. Um, That's what I I run most most of mine now are SD regular SD cards. I do like, I mean, I like sell cameras to be like, you know, my buddies, you know, I got a, I got a bunch of them out and you know, me and the buddies will be talking. I'm like, how's this, what's, what's going on with the cameras? You know, just to, just to like get a general feel of what the deer are doing at the moment. Um, that's super handy, you know? Um, and it's, it's a good conversation starter about, you know, oh, we're, you know, my buddy Patrick, me and him talk about all the time. Like, are the deer, whether the deer doing in Indiana right now? Well, I can tell you like, right now i don't get i'm not getting any deer movement um you know a couple of decent bucks a night and that's it uh and he's kind of he can do the same thing for me down in tennessee and that's that is nice you know it's nice um but i just don't know how he'd feel if i got one on camera and then went in there and shot him that night or something you know it's just a weird it's a weird thing for me and if it's not for you that's how i'd hunt you know Twig says people need to utilize what we have teachers always told me i never utilize my resources that is like a big problem in the hunting industry is like everybody's looking for that next product right um, and in like all reality that next product will move you this much closer whereas if you would just maybe do some more scouting or you know instead of search researching a bunch of stuff about you know oh what saddle platform do i need to buy next year let's let's spend four hours thinking about that and if i would have spent four hours, you know, on Google earth, or, you know, that would move you this farther, this much farther into your deer hunting um, career or knowledge. So it is a funny thing, or let's study some deer habit habits, or um, let's, let's do something. uh, But instead we like to, you know, we like to move this much instead of this much. And, and you know what, like I like gear stuff. I like tinkering with gear. You guys know that. You've seen my videos enough now. It's like, If that's what you like to do, then, you know, whatever. That's fine, too. Who am I to tell you not to do that? Um, Kyle, here we go. Hunter Podcast. I I listen to those guys sometimes. I listen to some of their clips and stuff. I mean, I made a good point on an episode that if trail cameras were banned, that it may lead to less out of state leasing because people won't be able to monitor those properties from afar. I don't ever see them being banned on private land, man. I mean how would you enforce that? I mean I I mean yeah that there I mean maybe so it may it may reduce the leases. Um I think it would have to take more than that but maybe not maybe not Um, it's a good point though. And yeah, yeah. Kyle could lead to more ground being available to hunt. Yeah. I don't know, man. It just, I get, I get the feeling that ship may have sailed. I don't know if we'll ever go backwards. Um, when it comes to lease prices and, and whatnot, maybe if we have like a really bad recession or, um, something like that, but I don't know. Twig says, I agree. I always have a compass on me and know the direction where my truck is. Yeah, I try to get in that habit too. Where's that compass at? I had my compass I keep in my pack all the time on the table here, but I don't know where it is. But yeah, I keep I keep a little compass in my pack. And um around here, I kind of already have the I mean I know all my spots, I know which direction my truck is from wherever I'm at. But uh out of state for sure, there's good, good, good notes to take. Michael says on big woods forest on public, I just use them for Intel for what uh, is in, in there. And yeah, dude, that's, that's what I do too. I don't really have them in areas that I can, I mean, I have a, uh, I mean, I hunt in the area, but like I don't typically have them over like the stand I'm going to set in or anything. Um, and dude, they're, they're super nice. Like they're super convenient because I don't have to go check them. I don't waste gas, going places. I don't have to waste time, which is always so valuable. And I think that is where like, I mean, you can, you can use a cell camera and set it. So it's not taking pictures and sending to, to you automatically. You can set it to where it just takes them and it sends them to you, whatever, at midnight, or you can, you can use them. And like, there's all kinds of different ways of using them. And I think if you're not utilizing them, um, you know, it's, It, you, it is a great tool to utilize. It's just, um, like I said, it's just, it's just a tough moral thing to, to deal with. And that's, um, that's where I get caught caught up on it. You can, you guys can tell, like, I still don't, I'm like, it's hard. It's a hard question to, to answer. Bill says people are willing to give up something for those that want something banned. Keep giving government the right to ban. And one day you'll lose something else. Yeah. That's something else I think about. It's like, man, I don't, you know, I don't, I, I don't want any extra, um, uh, government regulations at all anywhere. Um, I don't know. It is kind of a thing though. It's like, we aren't, we aren't, it's hunting's unique. Cause we're dealing with like killing things like killing animals. So we do have to think about the resource and how, what kind of effect we're having on it. That's, that's the only thing that I, I, uh, I completely agree with you, Bill. Um, that's the only thing that I feel a little different about is like, man, you know, there does need to be some type of a, some type of a, a line drawn because we are dealing with a, um, a resource that, I mean, it feels renewable to us, but at one time it wasn't right. Like, I, I mean, y- y- uh I, I know, um, what did it, what was I listening to? Or I was reading something maybe. Um, I can't remember what state it was in now. It was in Pennsylvania. I think, I think I was talking to Johnny Stewart about it. Uh, he said he remembers his dad was talking about, I think it, man, this could be, I could be making this part up, but this story happened. Um, his dad remembered someone saw a deer and they, they wrote about it in the newspaper and then they like a group of people spent like six or like a week cutting that deer down. And they finally killed it. And that was like a write up in the newspaper. Someone saw a deer and they all band together and killed the thing. <laughs> and it's like at one point in time, the deer were gone. You know, there wasn't a huntable population of it hardly. I don't think we're, we're not even close to there. Like I said, but. Josh has to dust dust off the stick bow. Man, you're not wrong. I just uh next month I'm gonna go in and make a one with a boat boiler and making a new one. Making it myself or whatever. Twigs. I've killed more big bucks before on X. Since Onyx I haven't. It's probably because there's a lot more pressure around. I don't know. Why do you think that is Twigs? Covid crotch is teaching his boys ship. That's awesome, dude. Awesome man. Let's see here. Might as well stay at home and play video games. That's what I'm worried. About. Like that's what I feel like. That's sometimes like I get that feeling, and I don't know. It could be the wrong feeling. I just this what I what I get. And me and Gary were talking about cell cams the other day. It's like, freaking, I don't know what is with them, but like, it seems like the, the bucks aren't, don't come on them anyway. Like, he's like, we'll put a cell camera up and won't get anything on it for whatever reason. But that's just, those are probably isolated inc- incidences. It's probably not something we could really put a, uh, you know, a hard line on. Steve, I just hunt, I don't worry about other people. Yep. That's probably the good way to be, man. Zeke says it's still hunting. There are many ways to do it, but some ways are more rewarding than others and more honest. Yeah. To me, to me, but like, like I said, not to everybody. My, my, I have a a mentor that I'm very lucky to have named Alan. Um, you know, he, he feels the same frustrations to a more de- of a degree that, uh, than I do. He works, he's a, um, he is a, he builds homes for a living, um, a general contractor. And man, he's just like, yeah, that's, this is, this is how everybody is now. Let's make things easier. Let's just make it easier. Let, yeah. Let's go ahead and make everything easy. Nothing's, nothing's hard. Let's skip corners. Let's cut corners. Let's put, you know, he, he gets, uh, he gets frustrated, not only in his line of work with that, um, but also in, in bow hunting. Um, But yeah. Yeah. Michael says the, the problem with letting them take them away, I'm assuming is where do they stop with our freedom of choice in this nation? I don't know, man. Yep. I mean, like I said, that's a good point. I, I, I've thought about that many a times. Like I don't, I don't, I'm not a big fan of any type of extra government regulations, but I just, the deer thing worries me sometimes to think about the deer a little bit. Cause we always think about what hunters want, you know, but it's like, we don't, sometimes we forget that, um, what we're doing. What, what's that old saying? It's not, um, it's not our, it's not our land it's just our turn like it's just our turn to try to make the right decisions for the deer um so I don't know <laughs> yeah twigs got SD cards on Pulock since October hoping there's still big bo- a big one there hope there is too man. Ever hard outdoors hunters and fishermen want handouts of information. I heard it's even worse in the fishing industry right now. Like, I don't know anything about it, but they say there's some technology in the fishing industry that'll like, I mean, you almost just like, it tells you exactly where the fish are. And I'm just talking out of my butt here. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's going on in the fishing industry at all, but I just know um, I've heard people say that some of the technology that's people have on their boats now are pretty unbelievable. Uh, let's see here. Society. Yeah. Yeah. You, if you use cameras, I'm not calling you lazy at all. Like I said, I said, I use them. I know a lot of people use them. Almost everybody uses them. Um, like I said, it just opened my eyes a little bit whenever, you know, some, um, some people I've, I've mentored hunting. It's like one of the first things they asked me was like, like I said, what brand of cameras do I need to? Do I need to use? um, Let me see Pharrell. Nobody asked about the trade-off between making things and making yourself better. Yeah, I'm not smart enough to know what you mean by that, but what what do you mean by that uh, Pharrell? I think I know, but. Uh, let's see here. Jason says you never use a trail camera Own four still in the box. I'm old school. Yep. 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 That's cool, man. You are a rare breed anymore in the hunting industry. (laughs) Woodsmanship won't prevail until there's a zombie apocalypse. That's great, man. Lewis. I, I heard an interesting, um, interesting thought about that us deer hunters. Um, and it was from a Navy SEAL, Chad, Wright, That I I listened to. He was talking about how all the, cause he, he loves to deer hunt too. He's like, dude, it's such a waste of like, he thinks that if there was something like that, that would happen where, um, uh, not necessarily withmanship, he's talking about like getting really good at deer hunting. He thinks it'd be a waste of our time. He's like, if if you really want to be prepared, you need to learn how to like, um, have livestock and, and how to raise cattle and all that. And he say, then you'd be prepared because he doesn't think he thinks of something like that would happen. Every single person would be killing deer and there wouldn't be very many deer <laughs> left over. I'm like, oh, that's probably a good point. He's like, that's what happened back in the day. He's like, everybody killed all the deer. He's like, it just happened again. And then you'd be screwed. Cause you don't know how to do anything other than kill deer. <laughs> I'm like, Oh gosh, maybe you're right. Oh man. Uh, let's see here. What is the latest you've, this is a great, uh, big woods. OG. this is a great question. What is the latest you've killed a white tail late season, man? Hmm. I mean, I've killed, I've killed those into January. Um, cause you said white tails. Yeah. I've killed those. I mean, the very last couple days of season I've killed those a big buck though. Gosh, I'm trying to think the last time I've killed a couple during late season, but I don't, I don't kill them very often. So we get, we only get one tag in Indiana. So like if you kill one during the rut or during gun season, then you're done with bucks. I almost killed one in our reduction zone a a few years back, a really big one during uh, January. I got lazy. I got real lazy on that hunt. I'll tell you about that. Um, I was running a little bit late. I will, there was a cornfield that, uh, was on public. Gosh, I probably shouldn't have said that. Cause people are going to figure out where that's at real quick. But, um, and I was scouting it just with standing on my back, saw a, a big, great, big track going back into bedding. And, uh, I was in a hurry cause I thought I was running out of time. I didn't, I decided to just hunt low, like real, like off the ground, almost as muzzle loader, You could use a muzzle loader back then during that season. And, um, that, that buck came through and I freaking couldn't get a shot at him because I was too low. Um, I had, I just, I just like tucked into a tree and the brush was too, too thick where I couldn't get to his vitals where if I would have just got up in the dang tree, I would have been able to shoot him. I was so mad at myself, but I got lazy. I just decided like, oh, I'm just going to sit here on the ground. Cause I don't feel like messing with it it's this late so um good question though big woods i don't claim to be a late season expert man i i uh, i just don't have enough experience yet uh, doing it doing it late season but i got a, I got some tags and stuff now that i've been uh hunting some late season stuff learning more you know i can repeat anything anybody says but as far as my my own experiences that's what i that's all i got I'm not Bill. I'm not going to track her. I don't think I'm going to use her for wounded deer or, or, you know, finding a deer. I just, um, I don't really have any desire to do that. I think it's kind of one of those deals where people find out you can do that. Then they're calling you all the time uh, at night when you track their deer. And I'm, I'm just, I got too much going on at the house here. I got family and, and all that. I just don't, I don't want to get into that. That's the only reason though. It'd be cool to have one for myself, but Steve says, uh, where do you draw the line of technology? I don't use cell cams or range finders just because I never bothered getting any. Yeah. Um, I don't know where you draw the line. Depends on who you are. Uh, I use a range finder and cell cameras. <laughs> um, but I know a lot of people don't use range finders. You know, I, a lot of, a lot of people that don't feel like that's even fair, you know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep. Zeke, the 1900s were 24 freaking years ago. Speaking of lazy, now you got a dog to find your sheds. Yep. <laughs> now we have a, uh, my family has a rich tradition with dogs, man. Um, just something that I've always been, uh, loved as dogs. So I, the idea of having a shed dog, which is something I love to do is, um, is also something I've, I've always just wanted to have, so made the plunge. Probably not a great timing having an infant and a puppy, but it is what it is. The pups were here, so. Brian asks, what brand of shoulder strap do you use to carry your beast stand? They look very comfortable. That is, those straps are from Kafaru, and they are x-ray straps. You can buy them on their website separate from the pack. And I just bought them things because Kafari makes a really quality product that, you know, lasts forever. And then I actually hand sewed them onto my stand, man, just with a, it's uh with, um, needle and, and thread. Some I think it's just, what is it? Is it that I just use like fishing line or something like braided fishing line. So that's all it is, but you can get on Kafari's website, the x-ray, uh, shoulder pads or shoulder straps. Thanks, Everhard Outdoors. This is a this is a much easier way of going about it than uh, getting guests and stuff, which I still will. I, I won't do these very often, but if you like these, though, we do them every week on the, the members only thing. Let's see here. Bill says if technology can bring in more hunters, then that's a, that's not a bad thing for business and the DNR. Yeah. I think that's, that's the hard part is like, there's so much marketing. Like we have a lot of marketing in the hunting industry and in in any industry, in any industry, there's a lot of marketing. So you just got to really like pay attention to who's telling you what, you know, what everybody has some kind of incentive and, uh, if their incentive is in the right place, that's fine, you know. So you just gotta be careful. Um what is your friend's hunting channel? I'm not sure, man. I'm not sure who you're talking about there. Johnny Stewart? My friend Alan does not have a hunting channel. He also does not have Facebook or you cannot look up my buddy Alan. He's been on some podcasts from people. I need to have him on here. I just haven't. I don't want to bug him about it. It's not his thing really, but Oh Patrick. Um Patrick's YouTube channel is Native South Outdoors. N-A-T-I-V South Outdoors. Thousand dollar <laughs> bow is crazy high technology. <laughs> yeah, that's the bows are expensive nowadays. Prime came out with a one that's a, a more affordable one this year. It's, I think it's just like kind of like based off of their model from last year, but they, they uh, reduced the cost of it a lot, which is, that's good. I, um, I don't, to be honest with you, I don't really keep up with the bow industry stuff too much. Um, I just got my prime and I like it and I like those guys. So that's what I use me and Mitch or um, Mitch is the man for prime. <laughs> twigs my thousand dollar bows that's a funny twigs because like a lot of people don't realize that like stick bows are freaking more expensive than compound bows so, i mean you can you can spend more on a on a stick bow than a compound bow you can you can find find deals on them too but uh we need new uh veteran Heart outdoors N- more opportunities for veterans discounts in the industry. Yeah, man, you guys don't get enough support in general, so I agree with you. I think a lot of companies, if you reach out for them, will give you discounts. If you're a veteran, though, they just don't promote it, which is kind of sad. I think introducing new hunters to the woods by having them starting off using cell cameras is not a good thing. Yeah, that was my point, man. I just, I'm like, I don't know, man. Oh, Mason, nice. You're in the hunting club. Yeah, I killed a buck there this year that place is pretty cool. If you ban cell cameras, you would see who who knows how to hunt. I think the same people are going to kill deer, you know? Um, yep. Faith and law. If you don't have a good base skill set, no amount of technology will help. Yeah, I know, man. Um, And that's what I'm worried about. Like hunting is like slowly turning into this like pastime and this, this uh, thing that we can teach each other and, and kind of like pass down this knowledge, um, teach, you know, have, have mentors that are woodsmen and, and teach that skill. And it's slowly turned into, let's just use, you know, let's buy 10 cell cameras for 60 bucks a piece and, go from there you know it's like uh i don't know and maybe this is just me romanticizing about that like you know who who i mean i don't know Does, you know maybe it's just me uh, and the small group of people i know that care about this stuff but yeah you know, who knows i'm alex rodriguez and i'm jason kelly from bloomberg this is the deal each week you're here is in conversation with business icons Did I use a deer decoy this year? I personally did not, but that deer that Maddie shot, uh, we shot that over a decoy. Those are pretty cool. That was fun. I liked, I, I, I enjoyed using that decoy. I, I liked the interaction that, uh, this watching the deer interact with the decoy was neat. Neat to me. Um, it was, uh, they are effective if you know how to use them. Let's see here. Twigs baiting is banned on tons of, on most Wisconsin. And I still find tons of corn vials. Yeah. i baiting things wild, man. We've never, we've never been able to do it in Indiana. So um, I'm always like, whenever I hear about baiting stuff, it always like gets, a puts a, like a, a feeling in my stomach, you know, cause I'm like, it's illegal, but it, not, not where people are baiting it's legal, but here it's illegal. So I'm always like, Oh, you're like, Ooh, I wouldn't do that. You know, but it's legal. So mm-hmm. Ohio, you know, people do it over there all the time. And yeah, you can find, you find them in Ohio. Um, you find them in Ohio on public land too, bait piles. <laughs> yeah, this, this could be a slight issue um, as well. Everhart Outdoors brings up a great point. Let's see here. I can talk about this a little bit with, um, hunting the Missouri. He says, can you go over who some of your sponsors are? And if any, and if you have any, um, what was the process? Did you reach out to them or did they contact you? Um, so I only have like a few like proper sponsors. Uh Stealth Outdoors, which is Uncle Lou, known Lou forever now. Um, he makes stealth strips. Uh, you know, that was that was organically like we knew each other, we were gonna start this up. He wanted to support it. He supported it. So you guys see those ads at the very beginning of the show. Chad from Exodus supports it too. Um, I've known Chad for, uh, you know, probably for four years now, I got to know him through the hunting beast. He came on some hunts with us. Um, same thing. We were just like probably sitting around a camp and he was, we got to talking about doing this show and he's like, if we'd love to sponsor it, if you, if you would, uh, if you, if you are taking sponsors. So that's how that happened naturally. And that's why, like I, you know, I'm, you know, this is, this is a tough conversation to me because I'm sponsored by a, a a cell camera company and I love those guys and I'll, you know, I, I'll do anything for them. Um, and I think they're, you know, they're a great company and I use their products. Um, so me talking like, you know, having these opinions contradicting to some of my, some of, some of that stuff. And I, you know, I hope that doesn't offend them in, in any way, but it's, it is what it is. I, I'm not going to, uh, you know, have a certain opinion based on someone else's, uh, you know, thoughts. And I don't, you know, I didn't, I don't think they're at all like that. I think that's, um, just something that they have to deal with. Like it, it is what it is. You know, they got other products too now, um, in in the, in the industry. So they make those, uh, the arrows and everything. Okay. Sorry. That's, uh, who else? Uh, Osseo gear. So Joe miles, I met him last year at a show in um where was it at in wisconsin i think but me and joe we just hit it off man we we got to talking i, I can't remember exactly how i went over there and just chatted with him he had a booth we had some downtime and I always respected him he's a super great hunter he's done something that i kind of want to do he's i think don't quote me on this but i think he's killed a deer in every state that has deer and um that's something i want to do and you know we got to chatting and and uh You know, he just was same thing. He just like said, man, if if you ever want, need some, uh, someone to support you and, and, um, and help you out with the show, we'd love to be part of it. And that's how that happened. So that's my three sponsors. I used to have Beast Gear on here and Beast Gear didn't really pay me anything. It was just because Dan helped me with the channel. So, uh, you know, kind of in return, we had Beast Gear as a sponsorship and, you know, I, I got a lot of hate for putting, taking that down, but I just. To me, man, I, I can't I can't just put a an ad up for you if I'm if it's not if I'm getting something from it to help grow the channel, you know, um, it's just a waste of your guys's time in my in my eyes. So that's it. That's the only three I have now. I got like some I got uh, acquaintances at other companies that will uh, help me out with the product like Maven at Optics. optics. Um, those guys are awesome over there at Maven. It's always been good to me. Um, Mossberg shotguns, just random stuff that I don't, I don't use. I don't, I don't take advantage of a lot of it because I don't really have a need for it. And you guys got to watch out for people with uh, like a lot of sponsors, me being in the industry now uh, long enough to like have these people reach out to me. um, Just because your sponsor doesn't mean a whole lot. Like I've had many, 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 like companies that you would know would they reach out, Hey, we'd like to sponsor you. Here's our pro staff form. You look at it and it'll be like, you get, you, you get 30% off up to $200 worth of product. You, then you can go up to $500. You get 20% off. And then after that you have to pay full price. And I'm just like, people sign up for this. Like why don't you just wait for black Friday and you can get it at, 30% off anyway. Um, So I don't know a lot. There's a lot of who doing in the uh, sponsorship world. So um, if they, if they are just know that if, if I have a sponsor um, for this show, they are, you know, they're, they're financially helping me get through this and they're not just giving me some kind of dinky 20% off of a pack of broadheads or something like. Um, And speaking of that, another company is, is prime. Uh, honestly, they've been, um, they've they've done so much for me. I probably should put a put an ad out, out for them, um, and I'll be upfront with you. Next year, there may be they may end up being a, a sponsor, a proper sponsor of the of the show. There's someone that I became good friends with them. I really love that company. They have a lot of good things going for them. Um, so yeah, that's it that's for the most part. And I hope I don't leave anybody out or somebody that has given me something is offended, but, and there's a lot of like boutique places that have helped me out, you know, like Tacta saddle. Um, they've helped me, uh, with that, uh, the harness that they have. Um, I, and I, and latitude, latitude outdoors. They, they set me up with the saddle. Um, uh, my, my platform, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. It's over there on my table, uh, in my saddle. They gave me those sticks. So, Uh, yeah. And obviously beast gear, they give me all that stuff. So that's it though. I'm not going to go through all of them. I can't think of all of them right now, but, uh, yeah. all right, I'm moving on from that, but good question. Nobody's really asked that before hunting the Missouri. I hope that makes sense to everybody. And not, I'm not trying to say it as like a boasting thing. That's just how I feel about sponsors. Like if they're going to, if I'm going to put an ad up here, they have to be financially helping this channel. More than just throwing me some product. <laughs> Let's see here, Lewis. Any thoughts on doing a members such viewers picture slideshow for the 2023 success, big, small buck does, whatever, just sharing, hunting season picks. Yeah, that'd be cool. We could do something like that. I don't know how I'd go about doing it, but, uh, we could do something like that. Friends giving for uh, the members. There you go. That'd be fun. Do a get together. I don't know if people would come to see me. Um, Let's see here. Hey Nolan. Yeah, no, and this is another um good thing about technology, is it does help you in a lot of ways, like not getting trespassing tickets and things like that. Uh that's a good point with the Onyx and, and all those other apps. Uh drone hunting. Yeah, drones are another hot topic. I don't know if I have an opinion about that. Um, I'm a fan of people finding their deer, but I don't know. Let's see here. Sorry for the awkward pauses. I'm a I read about as fast as I uh, talk here. So are we doing any shows in New York this year? Ron, I don't think so, man. I don't know if I'll be in the beast booths or not. I'm going to go to some Osseo, Uh, Osseo invited me along to do some of their shows. So I'll probably go to a few Osseo's uh, booths and hang out there with them. So that's, that's what I'll be doing. Uh, I don't know if Dan, I'm sure they'll do a couple shows. I'll probably, maybe I'll come to some, I don't know. Um, let's see here. <laughs> I'm laughing at Trevor's uh, comment about the wind. All right. Thanks for helping. Thanks for uh, staying on everybody. I appreciate it. Bill, what scares me about deer hunting is the increase in antlerless license, not cameras, man. You got a great point there. Indiana has thankfully kind of regressed on their doe permits, not necessarily their permits, but they took away some of those doe seasons and stuff which has been really, I think was a blessing for Indiana. Cause man, we were to me, in my opinion, we, we, um, we really needed some, some backing up on our deer herd. Like we need to lay off them a little bit. And that late season doe hunt was, uh, was hard on them, you know? I mean, I'm, and I'm, I've killed deer, and deer does during that late season, uh, hunt. but it was kind of one of those deals where I would have killed them earlier in the year, but I knew that season was coming up. So I just waited, you know, um, but, yeah I wonder whatever happened to those guys the the guys that put weighted in the fish uh, during that tournament. Live scope twigs that's what I was trying to think of for fishing earlier man i'm I'm behind on these uh, chats. No, and Yeah. We talked about that earlier in the show, man, the releasing of wolves in the, um, in Colorado this week. I'd like to, I'd like to know more about that live scope for bass fishing. I just like to, I just, I would, I'd like to know like how it's changed fishing and how for the better and worse and all that. Um, let's see here thanks bill I appreciate it man making liquor I forge and now survive off that yeah man I uh I think there's a lot to be said about learning how to grow a garden, learning what you can eat in the woods, what you can't eat. I think that's a, that's a freaking valuable tool in my, in my, in my mind. Let me tell you about Ohio. <laughs> no, we didn't have any luck in a while. Dude, we didn't even, we saw two deer between me and Johnny. We saw two deer. So, and I'm lying to you. I didn't even see mine. I just, I heard it walking in behind me. I could never, I could never find it. Saw two coyotes, but, no, Ohio was pretty slow this weekend. Sunday it poured the whole day. Johnny almost shot one Sunday morning. He was, I think he was walk he was walking around, and jumped one and almost shot it. That's the only deer he saw. Bobber down. Here we go. I love your uh, handle too, man. Um, he says a buddy that would rather buy a thousand in cell cams than spend a thousand habitat improvement or on the farm. Frustrating when we could be making the property better for the deer versus pictures of deer. I know, man. Yeah, that's the problem. As like I think people um, people see them as a way to kill deer instead of a you know using them for what they are. Um, I know I know people that run a hundred of them freaking cell cameras, man. It's insane. I'd hate to see what their bill is a month on them on the data plan. Good thought, man. Um, Enrico there's an adventure and a mystery to hunting and there are skills to it. Too much technology takes that away. My thoughts anyway. Yeah, I would agree with you, man. I think that's, that's kind of what my frustrations are with everything. Um, and I'm probably going to stop talking about this after this show (laughs) because it's kind of negative and I don't, I'm not a negative person, but, uh, and that—that's another thing that I try to think of is like that's just my thoughts. Like some people, maybe some people want to make it as easy as they can. And if that's your—that's the way of, you, of of you going about it. I don't know if we can be friends, but I—I I still respect you, mm, Brandon, dude. I'm sorry you missed an eight in Indiana Tuesday. Hmm yeah you got a uh Brandon says he missed one with his his range um range finder I'm assuming fogged up and ended up shooting over him technology screwed up on you dude <laughs> no I'm kidding yeah that sucks that sucks bad let's see here my flag in the background. My mom got me that for, my, for Christmas last year. I think an Amish. She, she works at a uh, Sipchawana, Indiana at the big flea market. And there's a lot of Amish in there. So I think I think they made it. But yeah, it's pretty cool. I like it too, man. <laughs> I'm going to find the sheds before the dog. Yep. Hopefully. No, I, I, uh, my, here's my thought with a shed dog. I, I, I love hunting so much and I get like hyper-focused on sheds when I should be scouting and stuff, you know, looking at rubs, scrapes, and I get so focused on sheds. Sometimes I think I miss things. And so my thought thinking is, okay, I'll get this shed dog. She can just come scouting with me. She can pick them up for me and I can focus on what really matters because sheds don't matter that much, you know, compared to, um, compared to scouting but that was my that's my thinking i'll become a more efficient uh woodsman in the springtime microwave technology be, made it easier for everyone that's funny that's probably true but there's probably some weird things that uh like rev- revolutionized uh the human um experience or or the human race that we don't even think about anymore you know think about like a tv um TVs are almost like I, you don't even hardly need TVs anymore. You know, people have computers, phones, and you know, people sit there and watch TV when they're on their phone the whole time. Imagine a bow site that figures out the range for you. Yep. Oh wait. I talked about I talked about that earlier. That's funny. Thanks, Twigs, man, for the donation, man. I love you too, dude. Uh see you, Nolan. Jim says, "Is it the bow or the man behind the bow? It's the man behind the bow, usually, dude. Unless your rangefinder uh fogs up on you. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see here. I can get Steve back on, Bill. I know Steve pretty well. I, I'll give him, I'll give him a shout. See what he's doing. Try to get him on here." and talk to you guys. That'd be fun. I haven't talked to him in a long, long time. So I think that's a, that's a good guest here. I'll, I'll take a, take a note and reach out to him. Woodsmanship is why Dane is so good. Yep. Um, I want to do a video sometime about what I learned hunting with Dan in fault for four years. Um, And that is definitely a a big one. Um, Woodsmanship. He he can read a woods quicker than anybody I've ever uh, been around. Let's see here. You guys are having a conversation in the chat here. Which is good. Zeke <laughs> outdoors is a sponsor. We gave you a hat. Yeah, I, I appreciate that, man. That's more than some people uh, that sponsor you will will give you. <laughs> and then you gotta you're supposed to tag them in all your social media content and all that stuff. No. Let's see here. I need to quit saying, let's see here. And yeah. And all them tick words that I have. I know that's annoying to everybody. What does Osseo make? Clothing man, their clothing company. If you go down in my description, you got the, the link to get over there to their website. I think if you saw it, you would recognize it. It's getting pretty popular. Hey, Elizabeth. Have I ever done a deer? Matt asked if I ever done a, a video on how to fully break down a deer or thought about doing one. I have thought about doing one. Um, Yeah, i thought about it. It's one of those things where every time I, um, every time you have a deer, an opportunity to do that kind of video, it's like, so inconvenient to film all that. Like it takes so long Um to like, you know, if, if you're filming something, you can add, you know, probably three X the time it takes to do it. Cause I, cause I self film. Like if I had someone there just filming me, it wouldn't be a big deal, but I've always like, I'm always doing this crap by myself as you guys know. Um But I, I'll think about it. I'll, I'll try to try to work it out to where I could do it. I don't think I could monetize it, which is not a big deal. I, I still would like to do it. I think it'd be a good, I did one on Dan's channel um, about butchering a deer. It got demonetized, which doesn't matter for you guys. It just matters for Dan. Elizabeth says her her little brother is all excited over an 85-inch 9-point in Bethel. He's trying to get, well, I hope he gets him. Blue Nile dot com. Sorry, guys, I'm looking for a looking for more questions. Rendell would come on anytime. I talk to Rendell a few times a week. Usually I'll get him back on. I'll get him back on. He's had some hard times, uh, this year with EHD over there and, um, but he's just entertaining to talk, listen to. Like we don't even have to talk about deer hunting. He's entertaining. I will hunt Michigan again, true hunter. Kevin over the Deer Hunter Podcast invites me up there. Dave from Razor Broadheads always invites me up to his place. So I'll go up there again for sure. It just wasn't in the cards this year. Contrary to what you guys from Michigan think, your state isn't like my, my very top priority to get into every year. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'll get up there. I got a lot of friends up there. I'm, I've killed does in Michigan, but never a buck. So I got to go up there and kill a buck. <laughs> yeah, the walleyes guys—they got huge fines. Gosh, yeah, I—I I heard Chase that they uh they got uh, Chase them outdoors. I don't know if your name's Chase or not, but uh. You're a new member, man. I appreciate that, too. I I haven't seen any new members pop up here. but um, Yeah, I heard that they were in trouble for some other things, too, outside of what they already had gotten uh, in trouble for. You think we can clone Willie Mammoth Zeke and start hunting them again? You probably have to put in for 40 years to get that tag. I'm way behind on chat. I told you I read like a 6th grader, dude. Dan's coming on again. Probably next week. So hold tight. Hold tight. Do I see less deer on east winds? Hmm. Can't say I do, man. I think the only thing that, like... I mean... Yeah, probably because a lot of times your east winds and, um, that, that brings in those like crappy deer hunting days, right? Um, weather wise. So probably, but I don't, I can't tell you like for real, I haven't, uh, I haven't like put any like statistics together to tell you that I, I see them west on, on east winds. <laughs> takes a lot of this is a comment i want to make a comment on it takes a lot of practice to know your ranges especially in open uh in the open versus the woods so i have like a entire um 3d course in my yard in my in my woods behind my house and um that's what i do like i go back there no range finders i kind of you know everything's in perspective of a deer deer sized targets to get, to get what it feels like to me. Um, I'm pretty good at guessing yardages inside of 30 at least. Uh, I don't have, you know, outside of 30, I kind of get a little squirrely, but anyways, twigs, man, thanks for gifting five before the echo memberships. I don't know how that works, but that's freaking awesome, dude. You're the man. Hopefully you get five good people in here. <laughs> so just watch the Christmas Carol good timing on my part I don't know who Shane Parker is uh for real. should I know that should I know that name Uh, sorry, I'm getting there. Any good crossbow hangers out there? Don't feel like hanging onto my raven all day. Any ideas or should I make some? Hmm. I mean, they got, I don't know if you're hunting public, dude, but they got those screw in ones. You could just use, use one of those like real tree makes a, um, like a three, three prong hanger. Um, I don't know. I know a guy that would know. I, I know the guy that started crossbow magazine, but. I could see what he says and let you know, but I don't know. I don't, I never use a crossbow, so I don't, I've never looked into anything like that. (laughs) I'm not 30 minutes behind on the chat. Michael, how far from ag do you typically see deer bed on public? Uh, if you're talking about hill country, like where I live at, they can bed, they bet a long way sometimes. Um, I mean, I, I, am trying to think of like particular spots. I mean, you I'll have, I'll have spots. They'll be half a mile from uh, the nearest ag field or more. So, um, they don't have to be right against ag. They'll travel a long way to get to a, uh, a food source. And, um, just always remember bedding before food, like they're, they're, uh, number one priority for at least big giant deer security cover. So if there's a better, better bedding area for them to be in, that's a little bit farther away. They're probably going to go there. Um, especially if they're, they have pressure on them. Now, like, uh, you know, that's, <laughs> we have all these rules for deer hunting and like deer break them all the time. Like they, that's just uh, that's just uh, generally speaking, you know, during, during this time of year, if it gets real cold, they may start hunkering closer to food, a uh, food source. November Warrior Outdoors. I'll look him up, (laughs) Pharrell. Jeremiah Johnson. I just put you up here, dude, because I'm a big fan of that movie. I don't think Dan's taking advantage of you uh, to sell stuff. I know he isn't. Just take my word for it. Yep, two miles to ag on public. Yeah, they'll move a long freaking way. Um, Pharrell, I'll look him up. Guys, I've been on here for an hour and 20 minutes. I didn't think this would be a long one, but it turned into a long one. Um, All right, Devin has one more question. Do I think hunting as a whole will change in the next five to 10 years due to technology we have and its advancements each year? Um, I think it's changed a lot since I like even like the past five years, really. I mean the amount of, information that is available right now about hunting is unprecedented like no other time in history right i mean like when my dad was younger he had nothing i mean he had no clue like there was no way for him to research you know what's what's the best mobile setup uh you know (laughs) he had like like you go to i think you go to your local shop and whatever they had for sale there's what you had you know um maybe you'd see something in a magazine and think that's pretty cool um but a lot of people didn't have magazines, you know, do I think what's going to happen in the next five to 10 years? I don't know, man. You know, what's happened in the last 10 years? If we look back from, from now, you know, I, I would say it's not going to be any, any different, uh, the changes that have, that have been made. Um, we still, we're still deer hunting. That's good. You know, um, Cause maybe one day we can't, uh, I hope not, but it wouldn't like, if you told me, if you gave me a crystal ball and it said in 50 years, deer hunting is not a thing anymore. I wouldn't be like shocked really. Um, but do I think it's going to like in the next five years? I don't know. I don't know what technology, um, I don't know. I don't know, man. 10 years ago, things were a lot different than they are now. I mean, YouTube exploded with the amount of information that was out there. So I just said a whole bunch of nothing. Hope that answered your question, Devin. Something I think about a lot, though. Let's see here. All right, guys, I think I'm at the end of the chat. Thanks for listening tonight, everybody. I'll do, maybe I'll do more of these. Uh, If you want to, if you want to do more and more of them, I do them every week on the, on the members only for, it usually turns into us talking about conspiracy theories or, who knows what dude we talk about all kinds of crazy things on there don't expect it to be some real you're not getting any secrets other than uh me and a few other guys uh just talking about the flat earth theories and other crazy things but all right guys thanks for listening tonight i'll uh i'll i'll talk to you guys next week bye